Hey guys. Hi. Welcome back. Oh, can you believe it? It's a walk down memory road. I think it's Lane. Oh. <laughs> Perhaps. Oh, here we go. This is the best part. Be my, be my baby. Be my little baby. Thank you, ladies. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. I feel really good about that. Well, we're back. We are indeed. Happy to be here. We're back from maternity leave. <laughs> I it's. I didn't realize that when we left off on our very last podcast, I thought that you were like well into your pregnancy, Nina. I didn't realize that. I, I mean, I think that like you, halfway. I think you kind of were, but I didn't realize that we just brought it up on the podcast. Yeah. Was that the last time? That, yeah, that wow. was last time. That's sad. It's weird to think about. Why don't you tell us how that went, Neen? What was the result? What's birth oh, like? Man. Oh, <laughs> let's open the podcast. I'm just right. Kidding. Well, I can tell you. Um, but yeah, it's been a crazy thing. Crazy past year or so. The baby um, has teeth now. Oh, they're so cute and big and bucky. They're so funny. He has started biting, which is also something that's happening. Hmm. But um can't feel teach, good on the nips. <laughs> well, Sounds uh, little boys violence as soon as you can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um yeah, he is precious and amazing and adorable and I love him and he's really cute, so that helps too. Yeah, we love him too. We we're quite fond of him. Little, he loves his aunties. Little Walter, he can stick around. Now he's old oh, enough yeah. to take care of himself, so we left right. him at home to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's at home cleaning out the refrigerator, he's doing got the laundry. Dogs there, he's fine. They're um, fine watching, training the dogs, etc. He's <laughs> yeah. doing a lot of things. Yep. Now well, I feel a little rusty. I don't remember how we start these bad boys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, we have been away. It's so weird to think about. It's been about a year and a half since we've been away. I know. And we would like to start bringing back um, the podcast uh, monthly ish um because we found ourselves constantly saying oh i thought of something that would be really fun to talk about in the podcast but then we didn't have the podcast uh so updates should we do a quick round of updates in the past 18 months i i say that <laughs> and i i have like none i mean the biggest update is walter well is you the baby. have changed jobs within 18 months okay you're right oh you did yeah i did yeah we that is very true so actually much on here but no, eleven months ago, I'm still w- working with the same company, but I am now I changed jobs uh, too, I corporate trainer. Oh, you yes, totally you did. have too. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> Walter just takes the cake, I guess. Yeah. Walter is the. I mean, yeah, he's the biggest <laughs> tangible he's change. He's the best thing yeah. I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> he's a literal person, so there's that. Yeah, so job changes. Um, no relationship changes, so that's good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is good. Uh, still with good job, guys. Remarkable. Still with our partners, so that's really good. Um, moves, Ashley, you moved oh, since yeah. the last podcast. Oh, yeah, Ashley, oh, <laughs> I moved and I got a new job. You guys, isn't it funny how we we remember each other's changes more than we remember our own? And not just moved, but like moved in with your partner, which yeah. is like a big step. Yeah, it is. How how are things going up in Fairfield? Well. I love it. I don't love Fairfield, but I like our little our little home. Yeah, yeah. you guys have a nice place. Yeah, and we get along still. That's great. <laughs> you yeah. still like each other. We still like each other. We haven't killed each other or anything. So 
It's good That's to hear. That's success, I think. Nice. That is really good to hear. And then, yeah, of course, Neen. And Nina just got a new job, too. We all got new jobs. (laughs) You guys are killing the game. We didn't even know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) just uh, just yeah. found out like what, literally have like three days left of my current job which is bittersweet but yeah it's always nice to take that next step especially when you've been kind of in the same place for what you feel like is a long amount of time so yay yeah that is exciting um well that's fun so yeah that's updates i think feel like it's mostly good things um, when he gets old enough, I would like to have Walter, um, come in as a guest at some point when he actually speaks words and not baby, Other than, baby babble. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So Neen, I think that you kind of, uh, had an idea for well, a segment. Well, yeah. When you were talking about, we always have these ideas about like, oh, we should, this would be a perfect topic for the podcast. One thing that I think Ashley brought up and then I just like, it kind of, ate away at me and I couldn't stop thinking about it was movies or songs or like even TV episodes that were really funny maybe even just a decade ago or obviously farther back that do not hold up anymore as far as like social awareness goes um political anything like that and there are a lot of lot of examples that I think we bounced around I totally watch things now that I loved before and I just look at it like Mm -hmm. woof yeah did we think (laughs) this was okay or this was funny yeah Yeah. even like some i was a huge friends person like Mm -hmm. friends fan me too i had to be home it was like thursday eight o'clock every single week i had to watch it um but now watching it well one they're not particularly funny for me. Anymore. No, like I don't. They're really not. I don't laugh at them like I would laugh at a Frasier episode. Oh, like Frasier. I still it's always going to be golden belly yeah. laugh Frasier episodes, which I heard that's that might be coming back. I know. Back. I heard oh that too. Um, I did not know that. It would be a completely different storyline. Apparently, like Frasier wouldn't be a talk sh- like a talk show therapist type person. But yeah. anyways, but like Friends, I watch it now and, um, like. I just don't see any diversity anywhere. Yeah. And then there's like a lot of gay jokes, a lot of fat jokes that um, like fat Monica. Exactly. Oh, she put on terrible. a fat suit and just to be laughed at. And yeah, it was like just her to make only, fun of how yeah. she used to be fat, which right. the actress herself was so tiny. Right. Like and she was just a, a prop in those episodes. I and cannot. It's, it's she was rough. the butt of a joke because yeah. she was wearing a fat suit. Exactly. I, I was watching it the other day and that part came on and I was like, <gasps> why is this funny? Oh my God, that's yeah. terrible. I know. Yeah. So I don't know. What are some other ones that you Yikes. guys can think of? Ugh, I never really was a huge Friends fan and I always knew people who like lived and died by Friends. Like they were so yeah, that was me. hardcore totally. and they thought it was so funny. Yeah. And I never thought it was that funny, but it's definitely one of those you look back and you're like, wow, there was not like a single black person in this whole series. Well, wait, Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that being a thing at the time. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I remember them getting criticized. Interracial couple here. But even, but when I I remember them being criticized that they didn't. Oh yeah. So that's why they brought her in. Yeah. Yeah. But when I think about that kind of in the same vein, um, and it wasn't even that long ago it went off the air, but I think about sex in the city. Um, yeah. That I actually oh, some of those are like, woke Whoa. Charlotte. Yeah, like I actually really um, I, I still enjoy episodes of Sex in the City, um, but uh, there's it's I find it so much more problematic than at the time. At the time, I think it was kind of such a breath of fresh air to see these women who are kind of like on their own and they're fine with they're like you know they're sexual and they're like br- like talking about their sexuality and that was something that was so different. 
for the time. And I can respect it for that. But now when I look back at it, it's like there's a lack of diversity. And obviously, it just comes across now to me as like these four wealthy, so privileged. like privileged women in their little bubble. Yeah. Um, and most of the issues that they're dealing with that in the show are like big issues don't apply to everybody. Like, like the, I remember actually one of my favorite episodes of the show because I think it's so silly is the one where like Carrie gets a pair of shoes expensive shoes stolen going oh, to like a baby to a shower party. or something oh, yeah. right. and then she like the woman her closet who, full of Manolo Blahniks. Yeah, and then her, the host like won't pay her back for the shoes because she's like, "That's ridiculous. I have kids. I'm not going to pay for your yeah, sho- and for your she, expensive lifestyle." She eventually does, but like the whole premise of the episode is about that, and um, it's funny because it's like, "Wow, I'm never going to own a pair of Manolo Blahniks." <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. um, so that's one of the ones I look back and I definitely see how it's problematic. Yeah, and the fact that the the reason it was like edgy was just like, oh my God, there's women who are still single who like to have sex. Yeah. Right. That's what made that's the like whole the premise yeah. so edgy. And it's like, um, that's just normal. Right. No, <laughs> like, it's it's true. That shouldn't be edgy at all. That's just like Yeah, right. now that there are so many other shows, I think now, fast forward like fifteen years, uh ten or fifteen years from that when that went off the air, that kind of do something similar, but in such a more modern way, in such a better way. Like there's Broad City, there's Insecure, um, there's a lot of like female uh centered shows now that yeah. tell those stories in kind of first of all more of a real way yeah. and secondly more of a way that kind of includes everybody and i yeah. just so. want more stories more stories from more people mm-hmm. on tv and uh, yeah it's like we got it okay we get the five white friends living in new york city like right. just i'm done with that i want to see like different walks of life represented and different people allowed to make movies and stuff like that and have it hit the big screen have it hit tv and like actually get to see those types of things Mm -hmm. and not problematic people so just mostly just women (laughs) right (laughs) and that obviously with the oscars coming up that's like a big the whole inclusion thing is like a big conversation that's been surrounding the oscars for the past i don't know sadly only a handful of years i feel um but i i was just watching the news this morning and someone was saying that there's not so much of a big talk about inclusivity for the Oscars this year because of movies like um, Roma that have been nominated movies like um, what was the other one like Black Panther and there there are there are getting to be more opportunities but obviously still a minority of movies being nominated are not super diverse yeah Mm -hmm. or still have mainly um White men as like directors, producers, right. just behind the scenes. What? what? Ooh, what? Shallow how? Oh my god! Oh the my worst. god! The yes. worst. I, the Monica uh, thing reminded me of that, but that movie, w- no, no, it would never fly. <laughs> no. Well, that's and it was know, supposed to be like a cute romantic comedy back when it came out. It's terrible, and, so you bad. know. Yeah, and it's like at the end, you know, he he's like, oh, I don't care what you look like, I love you anyways, or whatever, but. Again, it's Lies, the joke. you do care. Yeah, what, exactly. What you do. The whole movie's about how you care. <laughs> right, right. Um, well, when I think of this, it, there's a lot of movies and shows um, that definitely I'm like, ooh, it gives you like a glug moment when you go back and watch it. But also when I think about music, um, not when I go back and listen to some of the songs that were played at my middle school dances and things, mm-hmm. I go back and listen now and I was like, 
that song is so raunchy. Like my I, pony. Yes, yes, that's the one oh I was thinking. Oh my god, of, I know. Which is such a banger, and I oh still god, listen. I, I still listen to it when I'm like on the treadmill and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But that was played at my sixth grade dance, and I'm like, that song is filthy. When I wonder I if the teachers kid, at the time were like, oh my god, do you hear these? <laughs> do you? Hear they, this I song? mean, they have to have right. They would have been our age though. Do you guys you know? remember the song Too Close? Ew. Yeah, um, about a guy getting a boner while he's like <laughs> slow dancing like, with a girl or something. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Um, I definitely went to that concert when I was like 13. No. <laughs> and when I listened to the lyrics now, I'm like, how was so I allowed gross, to listen right. to this? That's disgusting. It's or like, like he's peaches and cream. also a little rapey. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Ew, it's gross. It's just gross. Well, it's assault, really. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> On the right down to and it. it's about salt. It should have been called Too Rapey. <laughs> well, Instead our wedding close. video five years ago, the song in our wedding video is Blurred Lines. No. <laughs> Which it's still such a banger that like uh, I know that song is terrible. Don't call it a banger. Even if, <laughs> don't call it a banger. Okay. Even at the time I'm like, oh like I don't love the message of this song, but damn if it's not catchy as hell. Yeah. But now it's like, oh no, that does not hold up. <laughs> No, yes. it's it has a good beat, but that, well, that's what it is. If they have good beats, then it's hard to deny. I mean, even now. So I removed recently um, all of the R. Kelly songs that I had on my Spotify uh, as part of my workout mix. Do in lieu of um, various, very much substanti- substantiated allegations, and um, this is very timely too because yeah. he just turned himself in on ten counts um, of, I believe, child endangerment child assault charges or something like that um just child sexual abuse something like that he just turned himself in yesterday for that um did you guys watch that um whole thing on lifetime i didn't watch the whole thing but i watched some of it and it was it was hard to watch it was Mm -hmm. it was so dark that it was difficult to watch and i mean those women are amazing first of all um yeah because to be able to come out after not having probably been believed or taken seriously for most of their young adult lives to come out now as like grown women and actually tell their stories in front of a camera that's they know millions of people are going to see it is super brave um and i'm so glad they did it because now even more women are still coming out now and saying yeah this happened to me too i haven't spoken out um but it happened to me like 10 years ago or 15 years ago so he just turned himself in but I will admit that like I love a lot of his music and it is it sucks when you're like oh this person's actually a piece of shit. Um and so I'm no longer going to download their music, listen to their music, anything to having to do with supporting this person. So I did delete all of his music music off and some of his songs are so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean considering what he was doing in his personal life it's like wow this guy had some balls to like be making this kind of music and just straight up being like a serial and child like abuser. how some of his songs actually just talked about it okay. talked about mm-hmm. it and it's like what were we all doing like he, where yeah, were we all we why all, did it take so we long we all failed these like women he, like yeah. this is crazy he clearly like it was in the news that he married Aaliyah when she was 15 and it's like that was <laughs> on mtv news like right. people knew not just people around him but like in the industry people just new and it makes me so sad for these women that it's like nobody did anything about it but yeah yeah, when i think of music i think of like some of the raunchy songs that we danced to when we were kids but you know what i also think of is music now that i'm like 
why is this a hit? Because it sucks. And, <laughs> and I am so happy to get this off the ch- off my chest on the podcast because there are two main instances right now. First of all, today, the Nickelback of today, without question to me, is Imagine Dragons. I think that's Who a well-known... listens or, to oh, Imagine Dragons? People... There are a lot of people behind that movement. It is. There are. <laughs> They're horrible and they keep having hits with their shitty songs. Uh, and know. honestly, like, they all blend together for me. And, like, what is one of the Imagine dra- Dragons? You make songs? me a know. believer. Oh, yeah. Believer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I've heard that. You have. You I have. Trust me, it's have. everywhere. I hate it's it. Like, I it. Mean, <laughs> based on what you just heard. I mean, I totally hate it, but I don't know if I heard My it. My rendition actually might be better than the actual song. I think That's how bad it is. That was Deece. Um, <laughs> But it's, they suck so hard and they keep having hits and it's so annoying. And another thing is that fucking annoying song right now that I hate so much. It, Travis is so sick of hearing me say it. But what's the song that Panic at the Disco? High hopes for living. You know that song? I don't know that one. There's like this Panic at the Disco song that's super overplayed right now. Like not just on the radio, but just like in general, like I, I'm out to bars and I hear it. And I first know of all, Panic at the Disco still made. I was going to say, first honestly. of all, Panic at the Disco. It, well, it sounds exactly like it did 15 years ago when they oh. first hit the scene, and it's just so annoying. And I'm like annoyed that these people are making hits with this <laughs> shitty music. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have, hear songs like that though that get to be hits, and you're like, why though? I, I try not to listen to music <laughs> like at all. No, I'm just kidding. But I don't. I don't really listen to like top 40 yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i don't really know like what's new right now you're not missing much yeah i would say like if i'm listening to the radio in the car or whatever the songs that i change are definitely like the imagine dragons or yeah. something like that like people that i don't even know and i yeah I, I listen to like a lot of old music i feel like i do too um, i listen to like 2000s if yeah. i want to be like that's like as modern as i can <laughs> It's hard to find new music that you like that's not like, you know, that's that you can just put on the radio or put on yeah. Sirius or whatever and not just like your phone or whatever. But yeah, I I do find myself like I love to find new music that I like, but I feel like it happens so infrequently. <laughs> Have you guys seen the um, the trailer for Leaving Neverland? I have. I know of it. What I have am not I gonna, seen it. What am I going to do? No, I know. What is, wait, what is it? So even? speaking gonna, of not listening to R. Kelly and all that stuff, there's a new documentary coming out about um, people Two, I think two men who at the time that they were still children, um, alleged sexual abuse against Michael Jackson. And oh, then God. they were like part of his trial, I, I believe, Ooh. and said um, on the stand that it did not happen. But now there's a documentary where they're saying they've hidden it for so long and they've kept quiet and now they're telling the truth. Yeah. And um, the movie hasn't come out to where people can see it, I don't think yet. I think there's a big movement to try to stop it, actually. Really? With the Michael Jackson camp. Yeah. But, you know, I I just feel like I can't be a hypocrite. I'm obsessed with him, I know. But, like, believe survivors. You know what I mean? I know. What am I going to... This is, like... I made this is what my I made a Facebook post about this the other day when I was like all of my heroes are disappointing oh, yeah. me <laughs> like everyone's problematic like yeah. oh my it's gosh hard. you guys my whole life I've been obsessed with Michael Jackson and I'm like I if I watch this and it changes my mind I'm gonna be wait a second though but 
Yes, like, uh, I understand that he does still have a core group of fans that are still like, no, no, like, you know, all of these are trumped up charges and whatnot. But he even admits what even what he admits to, I think, is bad. Like, he admits to as an adult having children, yeah, having children, young children inviting them over to his house to play and then at night sleeping in the bed with them and they're non non-related children to him yeah but like so even if he's already wrong and he doesn't even and he doesn't think that that's inappropriate and if even what he says he did he did like to me that still is super inappropriate and can still have lasting effects on like a kid you know Yeah. yeah so i feel like in in this climate when he had his trial you know 20 years ago or so he would have gone to jail. I I kind of feel like, you know? Yeah. It's hard to say because people still get away with so much shit. I feel like, I mean, even today, it seems like people get away with a lot. Yeah. But well, in his like legal trials, they had very little proof of anything. Yeah, that's true. Criminal happening. That's part of the issue is like, where's the evidence? Well, that's, I mean, not to say he doesn't have people getting rid of stuff for him, you know, but um you know in terms of like legality like you have to have the solid evidence to right. convict somebody well, and I mean, that's what he was missing like, i don't know it's so hard though because even in r kelly's trial it's like there was literal video there's video of the of girl and she did i mean she did testify and said that it wasn't her i think and her family members did too which is just so sad that she was like kept from talking basically or like scared um of talking but like there's video of her and he still was acquitted of the charges and it's like i don't know that's why you get to take money sometimes i was gonna say for being like powerful and rich you get a lot more there is definitely a power to celebrity and like i can totally see why if it's true these you know, now men, but that's at the time, boys, I can totally see why they would feel pressured into keeping the secret. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of just the sheer, you know, power. You don't want to be, you're going to be hated. Right. If you come totally. out and say, and that's hard to deal with. And it sucks that people get put in positions like that where they're going to be hated by a certain camp or they can come out and tell the truth and, you know, mm-hmm. live their truth. But I think also certain things that happen now um, with, the media and with social media and things like that make it even harder. I mean, just recently, you know, there's the Jesse Smollett um, case where, you know, everybody was, it came out, it was reported that, you know, he's an actor who was victim of a hate crime and was beat up and heckled and it was really terrible. And I mean, a lot of people had his back and were like, this is not okay. It's not okay. This is happening. He was targeted because he was black and because he was gay. And a lot of people had his back. And then it's like sucks when you believe in that and you're like, yeah, something needs to change. And then it comes out like that came out to be, I mean, is coming out now to be kind of like a conspiracy and something that he had he set up Mm -hmm. himself and like that is so heartbreaking because it makes it so i can see how real victims of hate crimes would be scared to come forward or not want to come forward it's like there already is a is a problem with us believing survivors right so when these things happen um, or when something is first reported in the media and then we find out later more information it's like oh that wasn't as it seemed, it makes it even more muddy to like, who do you believe? What's the right thing? And that sucks for the people that are really suffering. Yeah. Well, on that note, 
we should probably talk about the garbage person. And on that note, Jesse Smollett was going to be my garbage no! person. But that's okay. I stole that's your okay. thunder. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Reveal. Because guess what? Um, I was also like juggling a few people. So I'll choose my second my second runner up. There's more, <laughs> there, than, there's more than enough garbage to I go was around. I going to say, you know, it hasn't been easy. Um, especially, you know. Also, with I just think we should say like with the Jesse Smollett thing, there's a lot of conversation about some of the problems associated with it that have a lot to do with race. And we should just say that we're not really qualified here to have those conversations because right. Right. the lack of diversity on this panel. Good point. Oh, yeah. There's, but a, there's layers to that that we're never going to understand. There's layers that, yeah, we can't speak to and that right. we should just put that out there. We're aware of that, everybody. Very. So, but the real garbage person of the month, I'll say, is uh, Ryan Adams. Who, mm, not to yes. be confused with Brian Adams, which I did. <laughs> I feel kind of bad for Brian right now. Um, but, uh, you know, there. I guess this was technically last week, but it spills over into this week also. But um, there have been a slew of women, include like some very high profile women in entertainment um, who have worked closely with Ryan Adams, who have been married to Ryan Adams, who have revealed, you know, past instances of abuse whether it be psychological or uh sexual and um he has denied everything of course and i think he said even something like these people believe that i have harmed them and that saddens me and it's like fuck you dude cool apology yeah um <laughs> like so, i'm sorry that you feel bad about my behavior exactly like, oh, you, d- you oh i did this and you took it that way like no assault is assault abuse is abuse yeah let's just so, cut the bullshit he strikes me as that that case of like toxic masculinity mm. where you just have the power and the coolness air quotes and like a following of i don't know he he has a following obviously I, I i don't know who they are but apparently they exist and he's used to like having a certain sway and i think it's to the point where he doesn't even realize he's being abusive you know like seven entitlement absolutely yeah. like like for instance boys raised to think they can just have whatever they want and they should yeah. have whatever they want that's and being like oh i want to have sex with this woman so i'm gonna sweet talk her and tell her that i can give her lots of stuff and then yeah. not give it to her but what like big deal who am i hurting nothing's right. really happening so i think there was a lot of that kind of thing and probably just some really unprofessional work ethics like liz fair has said that she had to pull out of an album that they were making together just because of like unhealthy work environment with him and i would love to know what that means yeah what does that mean um but you know it's got to be bad enough to where you know you're investing a lot of time in your art and like making this product to just you know say well i'm gonna wash my hands of this because i can't deal with this man anymore you know so anyways i don't know if you guys know any ryan adams like I Everything honestly I know, don't know a single like, Ryan Adams. All I, I know are like I acoustic do. covers. I feel like that, is that like his thing? That's like his wheelhouse. <laughs> well, his, like no, he does original. Like he's he has a big following, but yeah. it's like more underground. I would say right. Than, like, it's not like he's mainstream. definitely like alternative yeah. following. But you know, to hear Mandy Moore, who I mean, I don't know a lot about Mandy Moore to be honest. They were married, right? right. They were. They had like a very low key marriage i think they were married for close to 10 years probably uh up until maybe four or five years ago but um she had said that 
obviously it was an unhealthy relationship because they ended up getting a divorce, but she just said that he would um, kind of belittle her and she felt she couldn't continue her career because she always had to be with him. She felt like she had to be with him at all times. So she couldn't take bigger roles because that would require her to be away from him for yeah. a long, longer amount of time, which upset him. Wow. So, I mean, Baby. yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, he's not that he's an idol to me by any sense, but like, you know, we are just talking about people Solid. that you love yeah. that disappoint you. And I'm sure mm-hmm. there are a lot of people out there that are very yeah. disappointed. By this. Solid garbage person. Yeah, yeah that's solid. Uh, do we have a do we have a winner? I think I would just like to say maybe this is not winner worthy. You guys can let me know. But I have to say I'm loving post presidency Obama. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and like he, I thought he you were going to say I'm loving post Malone. <laughs> Like, oh, oh, unexpected. I do. That is an unexpected I do actually enjoy Post Malone, but um, I do too, until we find out how problematic he is. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure let's see. I feel like I am gonna regret saying that uh, yeah. in a couple years. Post presidency Barack Obama yeah. is a very solid. Did winner. you hear he was like speaking at some engagement and he introduced himself as Michelle Obama's husband? Oh, bless mm-hmm. him. I'm like, bless that man. Oh, that's good. I love you. And then he wore a sweet ass bomber jacket with forty four like on the side. Of, he's just the arm. coolest. He just is the coolest. Like, I'm like he's he's my winner of the month. He's, yeah, he's my winner of the year of Anybody my else life. Have a, <laughs> have a bright spot in the sea of problematic I mean, people. Michelle had a glowing, mm. oh, uh, a glowing presence at the Grammys. I oh was my god! Feeling my oh, it's the beginning of the Grammys with all those women up there. Oh, it yeah. was so good. That was good when they all walked out, and, and then they I just was like, "Why strong. is having a moment?" I was like, "Why is Jada Pinkett Smith up there?" <laughs> right? <laughs> Am I right? That was oh my god, the shade has been yeah. thrown. Not, in, I mean, I'm just saying these are musician, I musical will, women up on ooh. stage. I think it's because, well, this is the reason. Let me tell you, because she has been a very big activist um, over the past few years, in particular, having to do with a lot of stuff, a lot of um, the what's been going on with like the r kelly stuff behind the scenes she has been one of the most vocal supporters of the accusers of r kelly and she actually put out this amazing facebook live video i saw um where she was just like this has come out like the show was released in the first week the show was released on lifetime um his say his music downloads went way up r kelly's and she was really upset about it and she like has this great rant where she was like I hate to say it, but I have to believe that this just proves that like nobody cares about like black girls, yeah. you know, and their well-being. And I, I agree, Ashley. I think that's a good point that like we don't have the we don't have the uh, we're experience. experience. We are not in a place. We just don't have the knowledge and the awareness to be talking about like the plight of young black women, like in that detail. But she does, mm-hmm. and um, I thought it was great that she she has come out hard um, talking about the. I, I'm not the saying anything bad. I'm just saying like I was. There was a lot. There were a lot of musical women, yeah, like people representing music. But at the same time, Michelle Obama was there, and I'm not mad about that. So I don't know. I, I she just kind of stuck out to me for some reason. But you know, I think I, I think it's, I love everybody. I think they're all great. I think they were trying to make a statement, like a, a strong woman statement, yeah, um, or like a 
you know, I don't know, women being unified. I, whatever it was, I loved it. And I really enjoyed J-Lo's hat. I did J-Lo's too. Hat. I mean, it was I a look. I enjoy J-Lo. I do. And, uh, and that I woman, do. that she's woman 49. is, she's an alien. She's got to be. 49. There's no way. I feel way. Like we've talked about this before. Let's just talk about it every time. She's, she's 49. Just, Let's she's just cr- keep giving updates her on body, her age. <laughs> her, her body Today is like is ridiculous. February, what, 22nd. And J-Lo is 49. And we'll just say that for every podcast. I think it's the 23rd though i don't know what day it is but let's not let's not say that because who knows how long it will take us to get this out it is saturday <laughs> afternoon and it's 221 days until j-lo okay. turns 50 <laughs> one more one more thing john legend in the r kelly docuseries was kind oh. of a winner because oh, yeah. everyone everyone on social media was like have they ever even worked together i don't think so i think he just wanted to go no, on there to they be haven't. like time's up r kelly <laughs> No, <laughs> every time they cut to him, he was just like, "It's over. Time's up. We got you." Like he was no. just on there to be like, "Fuck this guy." So I saw a Twitter response from him that I was just like, "Yes, this is like what we need right now. This is the kind of guy that we need in our corner um, as women." Is he responded to somebody and was like, "I don't have to um, be qualified in that way to uh, to like make comments against a serial child abuse right. or something." Yes. And it was like exactly like does it matter he's in the same industry as r kelly he's probably worked with a lot of the same like maybe producers or like they work in the same industry they've worked closely and it doesn't fucking matter because when you're watching the docuseries and it's like this is my experience with him. This is my experience with him. Cut to, <laughs> cut to, cut John, to John Legend. Legend and he's Fuck like, this guy. <laughs> I was just like, like, get it. He's like, we got him. Surrender. We're coming for you. Yeah. But also like, you know, I hate the, the, the explanation of like, well, now that I have daughters, I, Oh I, yeah. That's oh, so no, annoying. It's like, Oh, before you had daughters, like women's women didn't just matter. W- were yeah, like, o- women were objects before you were actually exactly. related to one. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? Every woman that you've ever had sex with it's is a daughter. A daughter. Exactly. That's what I was telling Travis about it. I was getting so annoyed because we were listening to a podcast one time and some guy was like, I mean, come on though. Like, uh, you know, everybody should be, a fe- some guy said something like every guy should be a feminist because um you know just think about if somebody was uh mistreating your mom or your sister mm-hmm. or your wife. and i'm like no like if you want to be a guy and you want to be a feminist imagine how you personally would feel as a human being right being mistreated right like you know like women are people they're not just objects, objects that men are to related to right like objects to protect at all times right yeah. exactly like oh I, yeah i hate that too it's super annoying um it's but, like oh, we wouldn't need protection if it wasn't for yeah assholes like you exactly but speaking of documentaries did you guys watch any of the fire festival oh Oh, yeah yeah. all of it i only watched the netflix one that guy's i watched them both such a garbage person man that whole thing i thought i watched them both loved them both it is mesmerizing that it is fascinating it really is like, it's stunning. Uh, it's, it's a psychological phenomenon. Yeah. Whatever was I going mean, on. Ja Rule in their is heads. saying that he wants to try again. Did you guys um, hear that? Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I heard think that. he should. I feel like it's great entertainment. Just nobody go. Yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> nobody like, fly wherever he's trying to take and you. I think a part of the a big part of the conversation is like, oh, these like asshole rich kids got like got like ripped off and everything. It's like, no, those those like local 
people, people in the Bahamas have really suffered from this. Yeah. This is not just like the rich, the rich 100%. white kids buying tickets to this stupid festival. I guess all I feel like is if the fire festival happens again, I mean, it never happened the first time, but if there's <laughs> another fire festival and anybody who actually buys a ticket to that deserves to have to sleep in like one of those white FEMA tents, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I mean, you know what you're signing up for, I guess, <laughs> but no, yeah, you're right. I, that's what, um, that's what I took away from it too. It's like, I think people think of the fire fest as like, Oh, a bunch of spoiled brat millennials bought tickets and then they went and it was a disaster. And it's like, no, a lot of people actually who lived on the Island and make their livelihood on the Island from the kindness of their hearts, like worked all of these insane hours to put that together and were never paid. Yeah. And that that was rough. And the fact that that fucker, whatever his name is, the guy who's like, the guy yeah. who, who put it on in the first place and his company that scam he's a serial scammer yeah um the fact that he just like seemingly doesn't even care like feel bad about it like one of the do- one of both of the docuseries talk about how after the fire festival when he was going through court proceedings he had another venture where he was ripping people off yeah and it's like how can you like immediately after. give so little fucks about like other people's lives right insanity I just, what's so baffling to me is how any, there were a lot of people working on that team and how anybody let it get that far. And every single person interviewed for the documentary was like, and I saw it from a mile away that it was not going to happen. It was going to be a disaster. And I'm like, well, then why did you work on it the entire time? You know, I mean, like, why, why would you, I just can't imagine that many people being like, and I knew it was a disaster from this time. And then they were all continuing to work on the project until like the day of. No, it's I crazy. would have totally bowed out at a point and been like, I can't right? have my name on this. Right. Yeah. Especially since the whole crew was working like basically 24 hours a day the last week getting it together. There's got to be a point where I would just brush my hands off and be like, no, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. But crazy stuff. Yeah. That those, docu- those documentaries were both really well done and super fascinating. Yeah. Would you say you recommend them? Yeah. Or what other things would you recommend? recommendations recommendations should we do recommendations we haven't even done our ones and ones yet oh, oh my god yeah. <laughs> i feel like those were them <laughs> yeah I oh was gonna, yeah i mean i guess we kind of went just over accidentally we yeah. we went over updates in our lives uh nina i guess your win of the past year would be your child <laughs> that I would hope. be that would be correct what if you're like no there's also a actually. lot of whining <laughs> that comes from the baby as well <laughs> so there's my my wins and my wines literally all wrapped up into a little bundle of joy oh uh, yep a little bundle of walter a little toddling little cutie um let's see i guess my win would be that i moved and got a new job so that's all great. But mm-hmm. um, I'd say my wine is just like, okay, we always have the same damn wine and I, it's stronger now than ever. But like trying to get on the healthy eating, uh, so hard. working Amen. out wagon, like I've been doing, I guess this is a win. I've been doing really well and I started working out like at this gym where the trainers like, like a boot camp and the trainer is there and he, it's like a group thing, but um. Hmm. You actually have somebody like sitting there telling you to do stuff. Oh, wow. Which is like really nice because yeah. I'm never going to work that hard at the gym. I'm so right. like, I'm just leisurely as fuck at the gym. Like, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. and now I guess I'll go get a massage. You know? <laughs> massage. Like, it's ridiculous. Anyways, so I've been doing that. 
I just started that up and I've been going like pretty steady. So um, that would be a good one. I'll have to retract my wine and say that getting back on the health wagon after baby is like the hardest thing I've ever oh God. had to do. And I haven't even done it. I haven't done I it at all. Imagine. <laughs> um, I tried like going, I tried. <laughs> I just, I, didn't you, take. you two know I tried going. I used to be like pretty, pretty good at being low carb and like paleo before I had the and baby. very active. Yeah. And now I'm like, if I can put a load of laundry in after that baby goes to sleep at eight o'clock, like I should get a, tro- I feel like I should get a trophy, but yeah. like I tried going carb free one day, a couple this weeks ago. This is one of my favorite texts I've <laughs> ever gotten from I literally threw up. I literally <laughs> threw up from like, I don't know what was going on with my body, but I was so sick after not having sugar or carbs, like for one day, for like 12 Your hours. Your detoxing like, what is happening? Oh my God. I got a text from Nina. You're what we both got it. Yeah. It was on our group text. And she said, um, I tried going carb free today. My stomach hurt all day and I threw up. <laughs> my body was punishing me. I'm like, so it's rejecting it. I've been really scared to do that. I think it was keto flu or something? Probably. Yeah. I, I, I've You're scared tra- to do it again. I really am tried. Uh, I'm scared to try it again, but yeah. That it needs to happen. I'm just, yeah. I need some kind of regimen, some kind of like plan. And I don't have one right now. Whoops. I think um, low carb is like one of the easiest ones to stick to just because um, you can eat, there's something you can eat anywhere. Yeah. And a lot of the other things I've tried are harder. Like if, you go, if you're going out to a restaurant or you're going out for something, you like can't find something on the menu that works. Um, really, what I want to do is like, less processed stuff you know like yeah that's kind of what i'm doing right now like more just clean eating exactly that's what i want to do i think that that is really the best thing yeah so that is um my win i guess is that i've been um trying to be really healthy i have a goal um for 2019 to lose a pound for every week in 2019 so a total of 52 pounds by the end of uh the year and so far, so good. I've lost 14. Um, and it's going pretty good. Um, and that's kind of what I'm doing is just mainly portion control, tracking, um, especially on weekdays, tracking all my calories uh, and in my Fitbit app. And then um, just trying to be relatively clean. I mean, a cheat meal here and there is not a big deal. But um, just keeping in mind, like tonight, I know we're going out with friends to a bar where they serve pizza. And it's like, I know we're probably going to get pizza, but I also checked ahead of time and they have salads on the menu. So I'm like, I'm at least going to eat salad and a little bit of pizza instead of a little, like a lot of pizza and a little bit of salad. Yeah. Good for you. So um, that's kind of my- 14 pounds is a big accomplishment. Yeah, it is. It doesn't feel, that's so nice of you to say. I would like kill those 14 pounds. That's so nice of you to say, but 14 pounds, I'm like, yes, 14 pounds. But honestly, it's like nothing really fits differently. Yeah. I mean, things felt a little bit looser, but I bought a few things um, when I first started that I was like, these are going to be great. I can wear these in like a month. And like, I still can't quite fit into them. Story of my closet, by yeah, the way. Same. I so still I got, have a bunch of stuff that I'm like, this is so someday. Cute. I yeah. don't want to get rid of these. Yeah, but it's, I go. I tend to go down five and up five. Down five and up. Five. Yeah, like I I'm just, used to doing that as well. So that's why. It, and right now, I feel like I've been stuck at 14 pounds for a while. So, you only weigh 14 pounds. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine, girl? What do you do? <laughs> um, no, a girl that I work with literally said to me recently. Um, like I've been trying to gain weight. Like she was saying, like, I've been trying to gain weight. She's like very petite. And I'm just like, 
you shouldn't even be allowed to say those words. Like, so jealous like, of people she's who like, say I just, stuff like that. She's like, I just have a really overactive um, thyroid. I'm like, oh, I hate you. But you have to remember, like, those people also feel very self-conscious. Yeah, and I, she was saying that. She was, because we were looking, well, we were looking at the intimate section of Macy's because <laughs> I was in the store for meetings this week. And um, she was talking about that, about how she, I was talking about how it's hard to find, like, cute intimate wear that, is supportive in all the right places um and um and then i was like and then the plus size intimate wear looks hideous and is like not cute at all most of the time yeah um and she was talking about how she like wanted to gain weight because she yeah she has the opposite problem like she will put something on where it's supposed to be filled out in certain places and it isn't so i know um you know it's a grass is always greener thing i'm sure that she struggles too um but yeah so that's that's been kind of my win so i am happy about that and i want to keep it going um and then uh, my wine, I feel like is I'm kind of in a funk because I'm ready for winter to be over and it's been so cold for so long, it seems like, and I just want to be outside and it seems like it's been cold and gray for so long and yep. I feel like I don't see anybody and I can't I'm like run in the park right had now. I've the most antisocial winter. Like, you, you guys, too. you two are my people, by the way. And like when we go a month without seeing each other, it I'm sucks. crazy. I know. And we did. I can't yeah. believe we did it because we see each other like seriously like once a week. I really. Yeah, I would love like ideally once a week is great. Like every other week sometimes happens. But like for this past what five or six weeks it's been like it's been like five weeks yeah. which is wild it's because been it way never too goes that long so we can't let it go that long no again. especially um with walter because i have seen walter like once a week for his entire life yeah until this month I and know. not seeing him is like killing me but it also like it's been horrible weather you're right like just so snowy oh. and cold and, and i think i can't like stop getting sick every me other too. day I'm, oh like, yeah sick. i was really oh my god we all were really sick in the past few months too yeah. you know what i totally forgot i'm feeling like such a bitch i forgot about for a win i'm an aunt now yay so yes i have a niece stella and i forgot that she's 14 months and last time we did the podcast she was not yet here so that's probably got to be my biggest win of all of course Aww. is uh she looks like a mini me you all can attest. oh my god there's never been a, baby. Put a picture on the podcast and like there's there has never been a baby that has looked as much like me um what'd you say nina your baby picture doesn't even look as much like you as Stella. <laughs> yeah, I said Stella looks more like you <laughs> than you baby, do. The baby yeah. you. But um, Walter looks like baby you. Oh, completely. So much. We gotta do side by sides on the Insta. <laughs> we totally yeah. should. When you because get home, people care about stuff like this. You should put you should put your glasses on on Walter <laughs> and take a picture of him, and we'll do like a side by side. This is our Galentine's episode. Galentine's oh, episode, yeah. and we have our um, Galentine's heart glasses. We're gonna add to the Insta. Thank um, you, Ashley. Thanks, oh, Ashley. Welcome. They are so cute. Um, I, I need us to be matchy matchy. I don't know why. Which, by it. the way, when we were like coming in the door to my house, some lady was walking by and she's like, "Where'd you guys get your glasses?" Uh, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "We were both like, we don't know. Um, <laughs> they were a gift." Um, but yeah, so uh, happy Valentine or Galentine's to all those gals out there, uh, listeners, Galentine. listeners of the pod. I guess we're gonna have to start like promoting the pod again. Um, oh yeah, I haven't told people about it in a long time. Um, yeah, tell your friends if if you like it. I mean, if you don't, don't tell them about if it. If you don't, then yeah, I was gonna say don't tell them you don't like it. Just tell them if you like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you guys want to move on to recommendations? Sure. Yeah. I have a silly one. Kay. Yes. Okay. So if you have Hulu, I didn't even know this existed. 
But apparently, Leah Remini had a reality show <gasps> about Scientology. About Scientology? No. Oh. oh. About her family? No. <gasps> yes. Oh, yeah. I knew about this. It's too. called It's All Relative. Anyways, it was back like right when she left. King right Queens, when right? she left Scientology. Oh, so, yeah. um, it doesn't really talk about Scientology at all. Interestingly. Which I'm obsessed. I was going to say her Scientology. Seeing all the Scientology docu series is so but good. I started watching this. Um, well, actually, my sister recommended it to me, and then I started watching it. And all of it. It's only like two seasons, I think, but it's all on Hulu, and it is the best reality show, like family reality show I've ever seen. Hmm, really, it's so funny. Her mom is insane, and I freaking love it. I love like every single character that her family has, and I was so entertained, and I couldn't stop watching it. Then I was really sad when I was done watching all of them. But I highly recommend <laughs> I love shows you like go that. watch the whole thing because it's amazing. I love Leah Remini. It was I buried. It was just buried on the Discovery Channel somewhere. Huh. Like, I have no idea why the Discovery Channel would I was have gonna this say, reality show. It seems like show. an outfit. But yeah. now that it's on Hulu, I'm like, we need this. This is something <laughs> we need. So, so watch it and then go on Twitter and tell Leah Remini. I don't even know if she's on Twitter. But go she tell somebody probably. that we need this show to come back. All right. Cute. It's all relative on Hulu. Yeah. Well, I also just started watching a show. Well, maybe you finished that a while ago, but I just started watching Russian Doll. Did you guys watch that? Oh, I no. Did. Is it good? I watched it, it all really in fun. I think one day. Yeah. There's only like seven episodes or something and they're they're like ha- they're like half hour long episodes. Very good. It's very like dark, um, updated Groundhog Day. <laughs> it's like really? a little bit. Yeah. With Natasha Leone, right? Mm-hmm. And Amy Poehler. Like, oh. Natasha Leone and Amy Poehler both produced and wrote and, like, did a lot of the production for it. Um, and I guess Natasha Leone is really the only, like, name that I can think of from the show. At this point, I think I'm probably a little more than halfway through. But it is very nice. I is like it a it. comedy? I mean, um, it's dark. It's dramedy. Like a dark, com- dark comedy. Maybe, yeah. like, a dramedy, yeah. Okay. Mis- and, like, mystery yeah Ooh, yeah that sounds good i know I you love, love a mystery <laughs> yeah i do a whodunit That's i know not, this is not a whodunit it's, oh okay. it's <laughs> not it's not but you will be like unconfused which is also fun <laughs> that's like the number one thing that i want to say when i'm watching a show i'm confused <laughs> that's, that's how you know it's entertaining uh, that's how you know it's I'm good confu- or maybe just i watch tv like that because i'm always confused <laughs> <laughs> i do have a habit of like i ask a lot of questions about shows because i just assume that i don't know what's going on but like kamal will get really annoyed <laughs> with me because he's like he'll be like i know I the same know. amount that you okay. do i know what you know right now and i'm like oh okay we have- i'm like but wait who's that and who's she and how do they know each other he's like i don't know we all have a mutual friend <laughs> so we all have a mutual friend who does this can either of you guess who it is who does it all the time it's probably Jocelyn. Yes. Because she and I it seem is. to be similar with our entertainment. So no shade. Watching. No shade to Jocelyn. We love her to death. Um, but Jocelyn is one of those that I notice that when we watch something, she'll be like, wait, what's going on? What is that person? Who's that person? What just happened? And it will be. Think I'm the one missing something. And it'll be things where it's like the movie just started. Like the opening credits are still rolling. And we're like, we don't know yet. <laughs> like, we don't know. I'm pretty sure we're going to find out later. But um, she's somebody who does that. But I miss her. I miss you, Joss. Um, so any other recommendations from the screen? Hmm. Oh, I did do a lot of binging on maternity leave. 
and I feel like, like all of our all of our recommendations are our like shows to watch by yourself. Well, Listen, I it's I pretty time, much okay? yeah, exactly. Watched a lot of TV, and I I pretty much just watched a lot of shows that I knew were good, but I never watched before. So I finished Breaking Bad, obsessed. Mm. So I finished good. Downton Abbey. Um, I never watched that. Oh, I love Downton Abbey so much, and they're making a movie. Um, there were some other things. Oh, Parks and Rec. I finished. Uh, there are a lot of shows that I just like wanted to cross off the list. And maternity mm. leave is a perfect time to do that. Yeah. So are you recommending shows maternity like, leave? Oh, maternity yeah. leave. That's no. what I, <laughs> I was like, she's either recommending maternity leave or Parks and Rec, which is a very old show that literally it's everybody loved. Old. Recommendation. So. There's a recommendation for everybody. Leave of absence. Yeah. That's Nina's recommendation. Exactly. So, you guys watch could shows. just take some FMLA. <laughs> yeah. I highly recommend it. <laughs> um. My, I feel like I need to think of something not just that is to watch though, because we always say that. What about music? What have you been listening to? Oh, um, I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot. Never mind. Uh, I don't know. Every time I, someone I, asks me what I'm listening to, I'm like, uh, 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 mostly podcasts. I was, I was gonna say, well, no, I listen to, I also listen to a lot of like early 2000s music, um, primarily when I'm like podcast? working out and stuff, and stuff like that. Um, I listen to, okay, so I listen to the, um, Bitch Fest podcast a lot and that one is, so it, it is, uh, I guess it's kind of branded as a Real Housewives recap podcast, but, um, that's not entirely accurate. I mean, it is, they do talk about like, they talk about various Bravo reality shows a lot, um, and what happened on the most recent episodes. And I am very into Bravo, although, although I will admit I have not really been watching um bravo lately so i'm really behind on all my real housewives and other trashy reality shows but i still listen to the podcast because for one thing it's fun to hear um their recaps but also it's uh two female comedians um and comedy writers uh casey wilson i don't know if you guys mm -hmm. know her um she was on uh happy endings she's been in other stuff she was on one season of snl did you know that yes yeah. she, was, she was a castmate on one season of snl you would probably know her if you, you recognize her if you saw yeah. her she's been in a bunch of stuff um and then danielle schneider who is she's also been in a lot of stuff and she's a comedy writer as well and they're both married to comedy writers so um but they're just really funny like they're really funny women and they don't just talk about real house housewives like every mm -hmm. podcast there's like a 20 minute block where they're just talking about just like funny like stuff that we talk about like yeah. funny shit in their lives and they're both moms and they talk about like funny stuff that they're <laughs> funny stuff that their kids say um like danielle said that her daughter she has like a young daughters like five or something and she said like they were all on like a family trip or something with like distant fairly distant relatives and her daughter got in the jacuzzi and was like had her butt up against like one of the jacuzzi bubble things it was like everybody this feels really good <laughs> oh and she was just like oh it's embarrassing so um so it was so they just are really funny um and they also talk a lot about uh just I'll totally check fashion that out. trends and stuff like they're just really really funny and they have they have I on love guests the Real Housewives too. so they have on guests too and they're they're hot takes like they're uh they're talking about the real housewives it is so funny like the things that they have to say and they're like favorite characters and what they like the things that stand out to them are hilarious um and they also have on really funny guests um every week so like brian Safi from throwing shade has been on there a few times um and who else there's like another really funny actress that was on there recently that i was like oh i love her she's on american horror story 
Um, she's been on American Horror Story. And I don't know why I'm like blanking right now, but it's they have on like really funny comedic um, guests, sometimes who don't even really know that much about the Real Housewives. <laughs> um, but like Lena Dunham was on there a couple weeks ago. So it's funny. So that's the uh, Bitch Sash podcast. And also, I've got to recommend it, even though it's a show, just because I loved it. But the Hulu original series, Pen15, if you guys aren't watching. Oh, yeah, I just started that. It's really funny. It's just short. Like, it, it's about these two adult, these two adult uh, women who are kind of acting in it. And they wrote it. And it's their, them being in seventh grade back in the year 2000. And it's set in the year 2000. So, like, the fashion trends, the music trends are all... There's like a lot of in sync shout outs and um talk about relatable. Various mm-hmm. like year two thousand, um, year two thousand type shout outs in it. And it will bring back the feels so hardcore, like the nostalgia for the time when it was like you used to pass a note to the boy you liked in class or something embarrassing happened, like you started your period at school or something. And it's it's I just think it's totally charming and it's really funny. Um, so it's called Pen Fifteen. It's Yay. funny. Um, and I think those are all our recommendations. So check it out. To to ch- ch- check it out. I know. I'm sorry. I need to get the audio clips in. Um, back on the podcast. We're gonna have to do that next time because we were not fully set up this time. Um, what else do we have? Do we have any final thoughts? Do you guys have any any other talking points that we wanted to get in today? I'm just glad the pod is back. Me too. Me too. I need to talk about stuff, guys. We will schedule the next podcast for roughly the 23rd of March. How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> it's very specific. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll inst- we will Instagram out. We can Instagram out um, when we're going to do it. Also, I guess I should give a shout out to our social media again. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at um wines wins and you can't <laughs> that is our handle right <laughs> i know I'm like, you know look it up really quick yes you can also you can um you can also email us we do still have an email it is um wines wins at uh gmail.com that's wines like w-h-i-n-e-s wines wins um all one word at gmail.com and yes we did get confirmation thanks <laughs> Neen. Um, our, I'm on it. Our um, Instagram account is Wines Wins as well. Um, so check us out, and we'll see you guys in a few weeks. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Wait. What Remember? did you do? The like the oh yeah we did court. Uh, okay. Yeah. Trio, do you want to start? We're so okay. rusty. Are, am I starting low or am I going high? I don't know how to sing, so I'm I'll just start low. Okay. Do whatever happens. Bye. 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 You're off soon. That's okay. I don't.